0: to kiss us we're almost 12 we need to try it and see if we like it laurel narrowed her eyes like an experiment but who would we kiss emma wondered we'll make a list parker rolled across the bed to grab her newest notebook from her nightstand this one featured a pair of pink toe shoes on the cover we'll write down all the boys we know then which ones we think might be okay to kiss and why or why not that doesn't really sound romantic. Parker gave Emma a small smile. We have to start somewhere, and lists always help. Now, I don't think we can use relatives. I mean, like Dell. she said, speaking of her brother. Or either of Emma's brothers. Besides, Emma's brothers are way too old. She opened the book to a fresh page. So, sometimes they stick their tongue in your mouth. Mac's statement brought on squeals, gags, more giggles. Parker slid off the bed to sit on the floor beside Emma. Okay, after we make the master list, we can divide it, yes and no. Then we pick from the yes list, and if we get the boy we pick to kiss us, we have to tell what it was like. And if he puts his tongue in your mouth, we have to know what that's like. What if we pick one and he doesn't want to kiss us? Em? Securing the last braid, Laurel shook her head. A boy's going to want to kiss you for sure. You're really pretty, and you talk to them like they're regular. Some of the girls get all stupid around boys, but you don't. Plus, you're starting to get breasts. Boys like breasts, Max said wisely. Anyway, if he won't kiss you, you just kiss him. I don't think it's that big a deal anyway. Emma thought it was, or should be. But they wrote down the list, and just the act of it made them all laugh. Laurel and Mac acted out how one boy or another might approach the moment, and that had them rolling on the floor until Mr. Fish, the cat, stalked out of the bedroom to curl up in Parker's sitting room. Parker tucked the notebook away when Mrs. Grady came in with cookies and milk. Then the idea of playing girl band had them all pawing through Parker's closet and dressers to find the right pieces for stage gear. They fell asleep on the floor, across the bed, curled up, sprawled out. Emma woke before sunrise. The room was dark but for the glow of Parker's nightlight and the stream from the moon through her windows. Someone had covered her with a light blanket and tucked a pillow under her head. Someone always did when they had sleepovers. The moonlight drew her, and half dreaming still, she walked to the terrace doors and out. Cool air, scented by roses, brushed her cheeks. She looked out over the silver-edged gardens where spring lived in soft colors, sweet shapes. She could almost hear the music, almost see herself dancing among the roses and azaleas, the peonies that still held their petals and perfume in tight balls. She could almost see the shape of her partner, the one who spun her in the dance, the waltz. She thought with a sigh, "It should be a waltz, like in a story book." That was romance, she thought, and closed her eyes to breathe in the night air. One day. She promised herself. She'd know what it was like. Chapter 1 Since details crowded her mind, many of them blurry, Emma checked her appointment book over her first cup of coffee. The back to back consults gave her nearly as much of a boost as the strong, sweet coffee. Basking in it, she leaned back in the chair in her cozy office to read over the side notes she'd added to each client. In her experience, The personality of the couple—or often, more accurately, the bride—helped her determine the tone of the consult, the direction they'd pursue. To Emma's way of thinking, flowers were the heart of a wedding. Whether they were elegant or fun, elaborate or simple, the flowers were the romance. It was her job to give the client all the heart and romance they desired. She sighed, stretched, then smiled at the vase of petite roses on her desk spring, she thought, was the best. The wedding season kicked into high gear, which meant busy days and long nights designing, arranging, creating not only for this spring's weddings, but also next. She loved the continuity as much as the work itself. That's what vows had given her and her three best friends. Continuity, rewarding work, and that sense of personal accomplishment. And she got to play with flowers, live with flowers, practically swim in flowers every day. Thoughtfully, she examined her hands and the little nicks and tiny cuts. Some days she thought of them as battle scars, and others as medals of honor. This morning.